Wake, wake up on Metro. 841, wake up on Metro FM. This is Tebe and Zonke with Groover's Prayer. Oh, what a beaut of a tune. The bridge is still to come. Dino Ranaka is uh, coming through later on this morning. So be in for that. Right now, it's time for personal mastery, which is a journey. And we have to say a big thank you to Dr. Tepiso Matenji, who's been walking us through this journey of personal mastery as uh, we explore ourselves, we rediscover, we try and find ways to manage the situations and what life has to throw at us. Today, we're talking about repetitive negative thoughts, those negative thoughts that just never go away. Mm-hmm. I mean, what causes us to land in the cycle, this groove, this rut? And uh, why do we hold on to the negative thoughts? And, and even to the extent of being disappointed when things go right because you were, you were kind of anticipating that things would go wrong purely based on your outlook on any situation, whether it's relationships, whether it's jobs, hey, even playing the lotto. Uh, let's bring Dr. Matenji in. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, family. It's so nice to talk to you guys. How are you? We are good, thank you. And uh, we are grateful for always sharing your time with mm. us. Doc, I must be dead honest with you. This is all of us. This topic is all of us. Even people with the greatest books of motivation, the greatest audio books, whatever, even they, I believe, fall into the cycle. The question is, why do we get stuck in there? Um, you know, you have your internal voice, the conversations that you have for yourself, mm. where you are actually regulating what's happening, whether because you need to be able to pay attention to whatever is making you sad that is creating uh, overwhelm that is creating discomfort for you. You need to be able to recognize it, have that policing component of you that makes you recognize it, and then come up with strategies to make sure you're But then you also have the external voice that you have with other people, the one that you're using to talk to me that allows you to self-regulate. Now, unfortunately, it is a maladaptive response when you get to repetitive negative thinking because what you're doing is that you recognize the stress and you recognize something that is creating dissonance within yourself that is creating conflict. Mm-hmm. And the way that you are moderating, processing, and regulating it, you actually end up being self-harming. You end up being the eternal bully to yourself because the majority of what you are thinking focuses on your flaws, your, 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 your imperfections, what you could have done, what you should have done. And it actually gets you stuck because as you are thinking all of those negative things, it sucks your energy away, it depletes you, it actually demoralizes you. And then because it's a bullying component, it further paralyzes you to not moving into action and actually um, coming up with strategies to get you out of the situation that you are in. And that's the main thing that we want to highlight to people, that it is in response, it's a maladaptive response to whatever is creating uh, dissonance for you, sadness, pain, and I uh, guess conflict, internal conflict within yourself. Mm. Recognize when it's becoming negative, that mm. it's not helping for you and then at least you can begin the conversation of how do I change that conversation within myself and, and make the bully keep quiet. Absolutely. Dr. Madenshi, on, on my side yes we're talking about how to break the negative thinking loop uh, stop spiraling negative thoughts from taking control. Yes. Yes. I think from my side I've always taught myself how to force positive thoughts Yeah. but then I was also told not to force positive thoughts when you feel like you're spiraling down. So how can I get out of that space and making sure that the advice that I give myself in this negative space is something that is purely positive and not forceful? Yeah. 
Um, but a couple of weeks ago, I spoke to you about ego state. I talked about the parent ego state, the adult ego state, and the child ego state. And I want you to use that metaphor, go and research it, and I said it was about Eric Byrne, and this is the way that I want to approach it today. Mm. Um, start to pay attention to what that voice is actually saying. Now, when you're coming from a parent voice, particularly the damaged parent voice, you're going to find that your internal chatter tends to accuse, blame, punish, name call and and degrade you when you are noticing yourself doing that basically it's like that parent who used to criticize you mm. or that bully that you used to recognize in your life who finds all the fault hey you know, hey you were stupid mm. hey you know if you were smart you could have done that but ah i knew it when i would just like those types of voices notice that that's the damaged parent voice mm. and when you are a challenging that voice you're going to be teaching Okay, you did this wrong. This is what can we do? What can we do to sort it out? It will monitor, it will affirm, it will validate. Mm. So recognize that you can actually shape the conversation. Yes, you've made a boo-boo, but if ever you are coming from a healthy parent voice, you're going to try to teach. You're going to you're gonna acknowledge the efforts you've made. You're going to celebrate whatever success is. Even if it's a little milestone, you're going to affirm, you're going to validate. Oh, you've done a good job. You know what? Mm. Okay, now let's do it again, right? Mm. That's from the healthy parent voice. When you are coming from the adult internal chat, remember that your adult voice, coming from an ineffective adult voice, you're going to be informed. You're going to find things that are threatening, that are going to expose you, that are going to make you feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be assertive because you are realizing, I don't know what I'm doing here. Or maybe this is what I thought and I made the wrong decision, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to find that when you're ineffective in an adult voice, you tend to say, I could have, I should have. Without, uh, um, you know, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Eh, it's difficult. It is hard. You know, why, why mm, me, mm. right? Sure. But when you're coming from an infective one, you're going to realize, okay, we don't know. Let's go find out. Let's go and gather information. You come from a group. Let me mm. go and ask for help. You're going to look at how do I test this reality? If ever what I've done is wrong, okay, what did other people do it? And you're going to be inquisitive to say, sure. uh, Mr. Lady, how did you approach it? And how have you showed it? Because mm. I want to be able to do things in a way that allows me to learn and then improve. And in that way, you are looking at doing things and resolving things where you are having that my growth mindset of wanting to learn, wanting to develop, and acknowledging yep. that yes, I made a mistake, but this is how I can improve. Mm-hmm. Dr. Tabiso Matenchi is joining us now on the line with Personal Mastery. We're talking about repetitive negative thoughts and essentially how to get out of the cycle so that you're thinking more positive than negative. Doc, it's Lindy here. What do we do about the constant negative thoughts that are brought on by something like anxiety, for example? Because yes. I'll give an example. So after giving birth, um, I would have anxious thoughts about driving. So I would constantly think that my tires were going to burst. I would check them every other day. Um, just constant negative thoughts because, of course, I had this extra person now in the vehicle with me. But is that something that I can deal with on my own or is it better to seek professional help? Look, even when you are seeking professional the different scenarios of how things can go back. So you're basically uh, making everything a catastrophe. And that is the, your internal child talking to you, but it's the damaged internal child speaking. And then you end up thinking negative things and then they become manifestations, right? Where you want to look at is, yes, I'm going to get help. We need to be able to feel secure. But what can I do in a way that allows me to feel secure in my life? To actually be willing to make mistakes, be willing to be 
curious, mm. be able to be spontaneous and have a fun life. Because when you're coming from that beginner's mindset and you're coming from a place of security, mm. you allow yourself to make mistakes. When you do not know, you go out, out and find out how can you do it. And when you have done something and you thought the worst and it starts becoming positive things, you become celebratory. So anxiety, remember, is coming from you imagining the worst case scenario. It doesn't mean the worst case scenario is going to happen. When you come up with, what do I do to secure myself, to close the loopholes that will allow me to feel secure that I've done what I need to do to make sure that the worst case scenario doesn't happen. And when you have done it, how do I celebrate that so that I'm actually able to know that I've taken charge of what I need to mm. do. So even as you seek professional help, that internal voice that you are going through within yourself, be able to challenge it. I call it closing the loop. Mm. When, you're, when you're having emotional um, dissonance and you're actually realizing that you're having emotional stack, trying to find out where does this come from? What, have, what can I do? What have I done to mm. try and close it? So that you are actually able to make sure that your own self-care, your own way of just pacifying and calming yourself down actually begins to manifest in your behavior and actually taking actions that correct the situation for you. Yeah, such an important conversation we've had today, Doc, uh, as we wrap. And uh, I think uh, as I started off by saying that I think we all have this in us, the cycle, but there are many ways that we can get out of it. And uh, we appreciate the fact that you've just given us some insight as to at least where to start. Mm. Thank you so much for your time on Personal Mastery. We'll catch up again next week. Wake up on Metro FM.